Did you guys did you guys know that there was a, a a Wonder Woman movie coming out? Did you know it takes place in 1984? I mean, uh, you know, I'm just learning about this now. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not it's not how we do it's not how we do things on Super Movie Bros. Jack. We explain it until it's been done to death. And then we explain it again in a couple more episodes. <laughs> that's that's how we do things on Super Movie Bros. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. To Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. And this is episode 224, Lost Inside the DC Fandom. <laughs> All right, so originally our DC fandom discussion was occurring in one long episode for 224. But by the time we were done talking about our two reviews that we did for Train to Busan and The Tax Collector, and then we talked about DC Fandom, and then we got into our trailer park for The Batman, I was realizing that like, wow, this is a two hour long episode. That's far more than anyone's commute to work. An extremely long episode for everyone to listen to. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of me. No, God, please, no, no. And that's too much for even me to handle listening to myself for two hours so jay and i decided that we're going to be splitting this up into two episodes so uh we have dc fandom which is the episode that you guys are going to be hearing uh this time around me and jay are going to talk about you know everything from dc fandom up to the batman panel and then the next episode will be me and jay's reviews for peninsula the train to busan sequel the tax collector and our trailer park for the Batman. So you're going to have to check out the next episode. It will be coming this week, just a few days after this episode releases. But this episode is specifically going to be DC fandom, it's the panels, the news, everything that came out from that. So strap in because me and Jay got a lot to talk about from DC this week. Welcome to the Hall of Heroes. of stuff dropped during DC fandom. A lot of it was extremely interesting. Uh, but before we get into talking about the the news that came out of it, Jay, I want to know, like, what did you think of the show and its presentation uh, in and of itself? Because my first impressions of it were that this is a whole lot of fluff. Like, there is, there is a lot of self-gratification going yes, around. Yes, um, but at the same time, I think really what they wanted to do which was imperative was to have a hard number time stamp as far as when each new panel will begin and they stayed true to that they did a really oh, good did. job with staying very punctual none of it was live i mean all of this was sure. pre-recorded sure um so so they had the ability to edit but they it and had make a, sure that everything exactly did, but they but. did a good job of trying to make it feel live yeah, I mean, and, and like comparing this to to this year's San Diego Comic Con, which right. is also done digitally, this was better. Oh yeah, know? without a doubt, and and, and, and it's and it's for fans, sure. so being a little self gratifying exactly, exactly. is fine. They they had everybody from 
people and the inside baseball within the projects behind the scenes to, you know, voice actors to talking about the comics and, you know, like I said, voice actors, like all kinds of random people and different kind of projects that we're going to be seeing in probably um, two years from now to some movies that should be out this year, but it won't be coming out until next year. So, you know, it, it was really exciting. It was cool to see the stars, you know, some uh, played games, some just kind of did their small little you know, promotional verbiage, and that was that. And they kind of some went, of them went, went about and their grew way. a mustache and started looking extremely weird. Looking at you, Nathan Fillion. Somewhere another mustache is in tremendous pain. Oh yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> horrible. What's up with the What's up with the Tom Selleck stash, man? That's, I saw that and I was like, oh shit, that's you painful. Are definitely picking up little boys in your little in your white van, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he had a diet, like, almost black. It's it was so, so dark. Black. So dark. Yeah. I, although, as far as, like, physically goes, he looks great. Like, like you know, he, he, he looks great. He looks oh, in shape. It looks on. like he got in shape for the Suicide Squad. So, I don't want to pick on Nathan too much. Still love the dude. Oh, but we love the guy. What's, yeah. what, what's up with the scrotum tickler, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to know. So, you know, ultimately, I think they did a great job. I think they, you know, gave a lot of fan service and they kept it speedy. You know, everything uh, went by pretty quickly. Obviously, like, for example, the Batman panel was 30 minutes long. Um, but granted, you know, they had a lot to fit in. And, and Matt Reeves, my God, he's a chatty motherfucker. So he. <laughs> Speaking of pedophile mustaches, Matt Reeves. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Very hipsterish look right there. Yeah, yeah. His, he had his suspenders, his But we'll talk about him in glasses, his film uh, later. Pouring himself a glass of bourbon neat. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes. Uh, so let's get in. Let's get into some of the stuff. I want to start off with the non-movie stuff that that, that I'm going to be talking about, which is we got two trailers for for two separate video games, both coming out from Warner Brothers Games, but both from different studios. If you're watching this, I'm dead. This message was automatically triggered when I destroyed the cave and everything it contained. We both know it won't take long for Gotham's criminals to realize the Batman is gone. And you can't count on the GCPD. Haven't trusted us since Jim died. Gotham will need its protectors more than ever. I'm leaving you the Belfry as base of operations. Some of the technology is outdated. But it has the gear you need and all of my files. You've always had my back when I needed you. I know you'll keep Gotham safe. Good luck. And goodbye. So the first one is from Warner Brothers Montreal. They were the team that was behind Arkham Origins, which was like a prequel to the Rocksteady Arkham series. Uh, it was it was pretty good, not as good as the rest of the Arkham series, but it was all right. Uh, so we got to we got to see them show off their Gotham Knights, and this is going to be a game that takes place after the death of Bruce Wayne. A post mortem call goes out to the Bat family, specifically to Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, to. I believe it's this version of Robin is Tim Drake. Uh, and then it goes out to Jason Todd, the Red Hood. And of course, to my favorite dick, the only dick I ever want. Nobody knows that they saw it, but they did. Nice big cock. 
Dick Grayson, uh, <laughs> who's Nightwing. So it goes. The call goes out for them. They're going to have to pick up the slack since Jim Gordon is dead. Uh, the Bat Family is no. That's right. Jim Gordon and Batman are dead. Uh, there is no one to help them uh, within the GCPD. So they're kind of on their own, and they they got to go out there. And it's going to be it's going to be more like team based than the rest of the Arkham games were. But it's still going to have that huge uh, you know setting of of Gotham City all of Gotham City apparently this is going to be the largest game they ever did uh, you're going to have interesting ways to traverse the city from your from your from gliding to to grapple hooks to motorcycles to batmobiles like all manner of different ways to traverse the city and you get to fight villains and much in the same way that you did in the Arkham series but instead of just playing as Batman this time you're getting to play as the you know the rest of the bat family i'm extremely excited about it i saw a lot of people complaining that they're getting a batman game that doesn't have batman in it and it's like come on man you've gotten like four of those games in the past like 10 years you've played as batman enough like don't you want to go in there and play as these other characters i sure as shit do so i'm excited for it and you're also insane if you think that they killed off batman in the trailer and he's gonna stay dead for the whole rest of the game i give it like it, it less than 50 percent mm. of the way through the game you, your storyline is going to be you find out that batman may possibly be still be alive and then you're going to go rescue batman and it's going to end with batman leading the bat family into the final battle all that jazz uh the interesting thing about it as well is comic book fans uh it also involves the court of owls which was the big surprise at the end of this trailer court of owls look for a lot of them coming up soon because that was a big popular comic book uh right around the new 52 when scott snyder was writing it court of owls was a big storyline uh brought in a a a new level of villain for batman and i believe they're going to be doing them on like the batwoman uh yeah, on the Batwoman show that's on CW, I believe they're doing Court of Owls now in this video game. They're doing a Court of Owls, I believe, animated uh, animated movie at some point as well for Batman. So that's going to definitely be bleeding into DC at some point where they're going to be doing a lot more with the Court of Owls because it's interesting and it's fun. And, and it's something that resonates with the comic book fans. And then we as comic book fans go out there as ambassadors and tell everyone else who doesn't read the comics how cool they are and why so mm. the second game uh was rocksteady rocksteady made the arkham asylum arkham city and arkham knight games which were mostly critically uh well received with the exception of arkham knight i think a lot of people had a sour taste in their mouth over that one but uh they were all still great fantastic games now they are coming out with the suicide squad game and the interesting thing about it is it follows a, a cast that's much similar to the modern suicide squad that you can find in the comics or Suicide Squad that was in the Suicide Squad movie directed by none other than David Ayer. Hey, are we going to get that Ayer cut? I don't know. Don't count on it! I'm good. Maybe. (laughs) I'm good. After Tax Collector, Bright, and all the other stuff. I'm good. I don't need the Ayer cut. Thanks. I I like to just forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) But you know if if the Snyder cut, it does gangbusters for for HBO Max, and it's, it's also supposedly getting an international release as well, and it's also supposed to be getting an uh, possibly a DVD Blu-ray release. Um, if it if it makes them money, you can guarantee they're going to look for something else like the air cut to to throw out there for people to buy. Uh, but anyway, so you're going to follow Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark. And they are sent to Metropolis by Amanda Waller while Brainiac is attacking. 
and they are sent there to kill none other than Superman himself. Uh, which is going to be interesting. Uh, Superman looks like he's under control of Brainiac somehow. So you're going to play as the Suicide Squad, dastardly villains going around. And it'll be nice because in the Batman games, you kind of got to hold back and you know you beat people up and you knock them out and they fall to the ground and you move on to the next one. This one, you're going to be putting bullets in people. You're going to be putting them down for the count. So nice. it'll be it'll be an interesting dynamic. And it's a whole new setting where, you know, Gotham Knights is obviously taking place in Gotham. Rocksteady did everything in Gotham the last time. This time around, it's it's going to be Metropolis. So it's a whole new ball game for Rocksteady. Very much looking forward to both of those games. All right, now to the movie side of things. First panel that came out. The panel that almost soured me on the whole thing. It was Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, Jay, you can jump in now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they they went really fancy with this one. They did a, a, a highly highly lengthy and, and recorded right skit. Like it was Skype almost it felt like a skit. almost. Yeah. yeah it it yeah. was very bizarre. I I, I like I didn't like SNL at home was earlier on this year. If you watched any of the SNL at home stuff, uh, yeah, and it kind of felt like that. And you're right, Dave. I I, I was definitely not loving it but at the same time like well i mean what do you expect they're you know they're all virtual they're all at home filming these things with like green screen backgrounds behind them and they have these you know the wonder woman 1984 kind of uh, right color scheme going on but this is the one that made me feel like they were jerking themselves off just a little too hard like yeah they're taking a lot of fan questions and a lot of random fan questions too there was some really shady looking uh very clearly curated ones that it's like Ah, all right i saw some weird weird fan (laughs) questions coming in but it, it led them to the thing that they wanted to talk about. You know, the, the, these are oh, the curated questions true, that are picked true, true. so that they can talk about the things yeah. that they're, A, allowed to talk about. And it about, also made me realize we should have done them uh, ourselves. <laughs> no, we would have never gotten picked. I would have never gotten picked. Because yeah, I would have been like, yeah, so tell know. me. What were you thinking when you, so, when you cast Kristen Wiig? Yeah. What were you thinking when you, when you, when you cast no, this uh, like, comedic so, actor? Chris Pop. How'd you get your hair that way? <laughs> what product Chris did you Pine, use? <laughs> I want to know, how are you both aging gracefully yes. yet getting more handsome than you were 10 years ago? Response? <sighs> it's just <laughs> the great thing is about being a man. <laughs> Motherfucker looks good with a quarantine beard. I'm telling I, you. I know. I know. So he's just one of those dudes I think is going to really, really age very well. Like maybe that's why Nathan like Fillion grew type of way. Yeah, maybe that's why Fillion grew the mustache so that he, he can he can like start a brush fire when him and Chris Pine eventually oh, kiss. No, no, oh, <laughs> dude, I, I, I just feel like he has a stalker and he's trying to hide from him or something. I don't know. Like he's like really going out of the way. It's got to be for it could a comedy be for a role. Let's lay off small, the guy. It, I know. It I know. could be for a role. We're so. fucking with him. We love him. That's why we're fucking but with him. The um, only news so that anyway, really came the, out move, of right. So we got a good taste of like. So this is the problem. It was, I think, a 30-minute panel. It was a lengthy one. And they kept on going on and on into, you know, costumes. the movie a and lot the costumes, costumes and the characters. And yeah. you just don't have the same kind of flow. And you could tell Patty Jenkins was really on board with what they were trying to do within this panel and really She's just excited. kind of steered she the really ship, likes this character, be very professional. You know? Yeah, um, she but she likes this character. She likes doing yeah, these. She course, wants to do another one. And they're, and they're big paychecks for her, so she's very right. excited to keep doing it. But you know, it got a little silly at times, and some fans are going to be fine with that. And they love that, but like I didn't really. 
care for the panel that much. I didn't get anything from the panel. And no. what I got was the trailer. And so we can right. break we down the trailer, the trailer a little bit. And I think the trailer wasn't terribly different from the first trailer other it wasn't, than... But it had some new footage. It right? had new so, footage. But it also right. mainly had what we really wanted initially was to see exactly what Tr- Cheetah looked like. What our right. real and, villain and was going to gonna look it. like. We get to see it in two different ways. We get to see what Kristen Wiig looks like when she's first becoming Cheeto, where she's kind of wearing like this like leopard print like trench coat thing with a belt that's kind of tied around her that almost looks like a tail. And she's, you know, she's coming in to challenge Wonder Woman and she's she's just developing her powers at that point. But towards the end of the trailer, we get to see what Kristen Wiig's full CGI Cheetah looks like. Uh, And uh, and it looks a lot like Dame Judi Dench. In cats, <laughs> it was like a CGI mix of cats movie yeah. and 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 just bouncing around off of like rock walls and trying to attack her and this fucking like action scene. It was very bizarre. Now, because this movie was supposed to come out a couple weeks ago, do you think that the effects are done? Are these the final effects? Or you think they're going to go back in and drop a drop a couple hundred, uh, well, a couple million dollars into uh, improving um, the effects? They'll, they'll throw a couple hundred thousand dollars uh, more into it because I, I guarantee you there's going to be some flack. Um, a lot of people are positive blowback. on it. A lot of people are positive on it because, I mean, this is kind of I haven't close heard to what, too much blowback, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is what Cheetah kind of looks like in the comics, so it's not gonna it's not gonna rub, rub any any of us Cheetah? comic fans to wrong. Uh, <laughs> she's the biggest Wonder Woman villain, is man. She? Oh. Do a little read up on the character. It's nah, a pretty I'm interesting good. character. Nah. I, I, I like to judge things. So. I like to be the one guy that just judges face value from a movie standpoint. Yeah, I, what I didn't get from it was I really didn't get much from Chris and wig as far as like what her role in the film is going to be other than you know someone who's possibly so, teaming up with maxwell lord to take on Wonder Woman. i didn't i didn't get to see any of her acting ability in it whatsoever I felt so like there was a bit of a mixed bag with that too i felt like yeah. you got a little different kind of personalities coming out in different periods and different kind of cuts throughout the trailer now right. You know, Kristen Wiig, I still need to see what she can do. I mean, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of what she's bringing so far from what I've seen, but I, I'm not going to dis, you know, right. discredit her. I'm also her. not going to pass. I'm not going to pass judgment yet. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to discredit her. I can't her do that. I, I just can't. Not enough here to do I it. I can't. But I respect her too much to do that. But I like I like the way Cheetah looks toward like in, in full, you know, CGI mo-capped Cheetah towards the end. I, 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 I like the way it looks. It doesn't bother me, at least. Um, what I did like was I like that, like, you know, I, I, I get what they're doing. Steve Trevor, he, he wants to help. He wants to be the guy he was in World War One, but he's so far out of his depth. <laughs> So well, it's, it's it's kind of turned on its head, right? Like she was when when she went to his world, and now you know, vice versa. So right, right. Um, he's the more he's the more comedic relief this time, where he's oh, like, "They'll yeah. never catch me," and she's like, "I forgot to tell you about radar." <laughs> Dude, like, I, that's funny. That's funny. He's going to be like, the uh, best part of this movie. I'm yeah, telling you right parachute now. Parachute pants. Why is everyone jumping out of planes in the '80s? <laughs> So uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think what they showed me, though, has me more excited for it. You know, I was I was already going to buy tickets. I, I wasn't crazy excited, but, you know, I, I was down for it. Uh, and, and, and I still am. I'm just, you know, it didn't it didn't increase my it didn't increase my want for it anymore. You know, it just I agree. It, it's, um, it's Wonder Woman 84. It's coming out and I can't wait for it when it's coming out. They don't know. They didn't tell us. They still don't know. Right. Right. 
um, it's a big fucking movie for them. They're gonna take their you know their careful time, try to make sure that this movie is as, as good as it gets, and find the perfect release date for this property because it's going to make a ton of money. And I think they're gonna have to really kind of push towards the comedy element because I think the comedy is singing loud. It's really good. So I think people are going to have a lot of fun with this movie regardless. So I think if they play that angle with the trailers and the marketing, they're going to bring people in there for sure. All right. So moving on to one of the next panels, we're not doing these panels in order. We're just kind of doing it from like little news to like kind of bigger stuff. So uh, Shazam 2, they kind of they, they did a panel for Shazam. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a lot of that was, you know, following up on the character and, and talking a lot about the original Shazam film. But we did get a reveal of the Shazam 2 title, which will be Fury of the Gods. Now, of course, fans immediately jumped uh, onto the Internet and were talking about, man, what's Fury of the Gods? mean it's like it it could mean anything his powers come from the gods it literally could mean anything but apparently this will be a little bit of i don't want to say grittier but like a little bit more adult uh this time Mm -hmm. around there's gonna be probably a lot more action focusing on probably on, on on the kid aspect of it a little bit less and probably focusing more on the superhero aspect of it so there's not much revealed about it other than the title so next news story All right, there was uh, some Aquaman talk, and James Wan did say that the next Aquaman, Aquaman 2, which does not have a subtitle at this time, will be more serious in tone and have elements of horror in it, which obviously James Wan is known for. I I felt like the first one had elements of horror per se. Kind of. I think they're going to push upon, yeah. Right, like that shot of those creatures coming from the deep up on the boat when him and Mira are on the boat. Like, that was a little, like, horrific. It was clearly, like, horror film inspired and stuff like that. There's so many depths that you can go in. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. And I think there's going to be different kind of worlds. Um, Obviously, there's so much different places in the ocean that you can go. And, my God, first of all... How charming is Patrick Wilson and James Wan? I mean, that, they were a light to watch. Um, obviously, you know, it wasn't terribly long. I think it might have been ten minutes. Um, uh, yeah, it was ten to fifteen minutes. I yeah, think that something panel like was. that. It was and, super short, and it was, but it was fine. It was a good, a good amount, of, you know, of time. Let them talk about it. Let them digest some ideas of what they want to do going forward. But there's no script. There's no real clear cut. F- idea of what the movie is going to be i think james does uh to some degree but there's no official script yet yeah but he's still busy with mortal Kombat. well my god dude (laughs) he spent almost two years in post with aquaman so yeah this movie guys don't expect this to come out anytime soon and who knows amber heard still might get replaced right Um, and and i don't think they want it to come out anytime soon because there's no reason to either i think they want to like kind of let the dust settle on like this whole revival uh, on the uh, i don't want to say revival how do i put it like like this whole restructuring this whole renaissance of what of what the dceu is i think they kind of want to let the dust settle and also you know in time the, the effects could look even more impressive too Right, right, but I, I, I think that's more or less what it is. They kind of want to like let things settle, so they're not in a rush to jump out and get Aquaman two out because they have so much more on their plate that they kind of want to get out and they want to establish themselves again as something to to behold and something to watch with their new direction. Uh, speaking of that, let's get into our next news story. 
All right, Jay. Uh, Black Adam. Yep. That's a film that's coming out. The Rock was, you know, he had his panel. They didn't give us a trailer. They more of gave us like a proof of concept, animated concept art, uh, if anything, that was done with a voiceover from none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson, um, where he kind of describes the character, what the character is about, what his motivations are. Um, you know, we, we do obviously see that he he's very much like uh, Shazam uh, in, in power base and stuff like that being as his powers are derived from the same gods that Shazam gets his powers from. But what, what I found interesting was they are getting into the Kondok stuff. They are getting into the fact that, you know, he was a leader of a society of people. Um, and, it, you know, if it follows the comic books at all, he, he will exact kind of like a bloody revenge on those that brought about the death of of his family. And it will ultimately lead to like kind of like a World War Three situation with everybody against him. Um, and it's... It, he's one of my favorite characters in DC I guess you could say like at least there's some books that I read from him that are great he, he refuses to use the powers at times um, I, I if it's anything like the comic book like I remember he, he no longer uses the word Shazam to change into his god form he actually uses the word Isis um, which is the name of his of his deceased wife and that's that's kind of like what his motivation is is to is to bring his wife back uh, you know back after her death and he he's almost like a tyrant in a way but he he's he's so much more than that like how, how do i put it he is he's just an anti-hero you know you root for him because you like him but his motivations and his methods are that of a villain sure sure but I look forward to it, uh, especially because the people he's going to be facing off against in the film, and this has been confirmed, is Justice Society of America roster members Hawkman, Dr. Fate, and Cyclone. So huh. I'm kind of interested. No, I think it's going to be... I love Justice Society. I, I think Hawkman is obviously due for his DCEU debut didn't mean to rhyme there but you know it is what it is and i love dr fate just the idea of dr fate you know putting on the helmet going to like a different plane of existence everything like that i, I love it so I, I look forward to it i think those are interesting characters to put him up against yeah. as well because I, I, I they're like not the anything story i think they have a good sense of what it, it can be and and it looks pretty pretty good and i think the rock is going to definitely really try and bring something of quality and substance um and fun yeah, it's going to be it's, it's, it's going to be, be interesting, interesting. yeah it's, right, a, it's all about the tone. It's it's a tricky one, right? It's it's got to be, it's it, it's definitely tricky. I don't know how. Yeah, because I don't know how you're going to fit the comedy in. You know, I, I, it's got to be dry. It's got to be like some right. type of dry comedy. Um, it, and he can it, do it. He can it's do gotta, it. But what if it's the Scorpion King? That's my <laughs> fear. That's my, what if it's just I know. The Scorpion I keep King. thinking. I, my brain keeps going that that, that way, and I, I I'm uh, I'm trying not to think that way. But you, you just never know. It really depends right. on this. Who's the director again? I mean, I mean, this. It all depends on like how this director really kind of. I mean, let's pulls face it, everything we've, together and, we've, and really, we've, you know, we've seen the Rock been given powers by the gods before. Yeah. He squandered them. He squandered them hard. And it wasn't really him, but just, just I still hate the end of the mummy 2 when he sh shows up and instead of me getting like an awesome fight with like my one of my favorite wrestlers at the time <laughs> the rock yeah. um i get like this cgi monstrosity that's giving me the people's look. eyebrow and just a <laughs> shitty sh a shitty smirk as he looks like a giant lobster look, he's, fighting my main you know character. he's gonna want to do a good job he's going for you know 
president of the United States in 2024. Right. <laughs> he's he's a di- he's also a different actor these days. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, that was his one of his first acting roles. But uh, Jay, the film is being directed by Wame Colette Serra. He was also the director behind The Rock's Jungle Cruise, which will still be getting a release in 2021. He also did The Commuter, uh, Run All Night non-stop man he's he's got a thing for liam neeson uh this this director so unknown also with liam neeson oh man. so uh, shitty action movies yeah shitty action movies but what i do have are a very particular set of skills skills that make me a nightmare for people like you so we very well could sir be getting the scorpion king <laughs> all right well now we know everybody. <laughs> I swear, if in Black Adam, if The Rock looks at the camera once and throws that eyebrow up, I'm going to be like, fuck no. Not not what I wanted. Dave's going to yell and walk out of the theater. No, I guarantee Not you. what I wanted at all. Next news story. All right, Jay, we did get a little bit of flash news as well. I think I think out of like all the DC movies, at least the ones that are like far flung in the future that we've talked about, Aquaman, Shazam, uh, Black Adam, you and I are probably both most excited for The Flash because I think oh, it's yeah. the one that has the most story potential. I think it's the one that has one of our favorite actors in Joss Whedon's version sure. of the Justice League, Ezra Miller. Um, and it's got, just got an interesting story. It's like the little DC movie that could. Sure. Like, it just keeps chugging along i mean uh, obviously you know i think us as fans everybody is pretty much sold on the idea that this is going to be a flashpoint movie even though they haven't said that it's a flashpoint movie yet it seems like they are all but gearing up for it yeah this is probably besides the batman probably my number one most anticipated dc movie <laughs> i'm right there with you, you know? i'm right there with you i'm I not love kidding the i mean I, the f- i've been waiting for this movie for a long time i'm a huge fan of ezra miller and i think you know with locking down Ben Affleck now and also That's Michael That's the big Keaton. news I wanted to get into. Yeah, it, so it's, this is massive. Massive. This has so many possibilities. It's unbelievable. It's confirmed by Andy Machete that Ben Affleck will return as Batman in the Flash movie and he will have a quote unquote substantial role uh in the film. So, interesting. Well, I mean Ben Ben did show up for for, for the Snyder Cut uh, panel as well. Mm-hmm. He's still on board for playing game for you know for playing ball for for being here. He's sober now, so you know he's got his head right. straight now. But here's the thing: all right, it's been enough time. Bit- it's goddamn, Dave. It's probably been two years since he's even had the, has the suit been. on. But so, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Least. Like me and you were talking about this. Like you thought like I had a big hate on for like Ben Affleck, and I don't. I don't. It's well, just okay. he said a lot of things over the past couple of years of what he's going to do, and, and then he didn't do it. Now, I understand that some of that has to do with addiction and him and him be getting sober and stuff like that, and now he's on the other side of that, and he's ready to do this stuff. And also, I, I think w- he wasn't happy with the product either. Oh, exactly. Oh, that as well. I 100% think that, that Justice League soured him on continuing down this line. Um, now that things are kind of looking a little bit on a brighter, sunnier side, he, he might be... A a little bit more apt and in need of the money as well to uh you know keep that good that that, that new girlfriend of his in in the type of lifestyle she's coming used to living true in. <laughs> true but i mean i and i don't say this in any type of negative way but you can love someone with an addiction you can love a person who who suffers from addiction you can't ever trust them because you're it's not them yeah that you're trusting it's the addiction that you don't trust. So, you know, pardon me if I sound insensitive, but 
Ben Affleck could be one bottle of whiskey away from walking away from this project. <laughs> that's just that's that's not me, um, you know, making light of it or anything like that. But I, you know, until I see a trailer and his face is in it, I'm not a hundred percent on you know that, that it's going to happen. I know, um, but I'm still titillated by it. I'm still excited sure, by it. I love course. getting Batfleck back. I loved Batfleck's look. Me and you talked about that. I love I love the big imposing guy and fuck that chin. It looks so good in a cow. It does. But we also got to we, we also know that Michael Keaton's also gonna be in this as well. His role not as confirmed as as Ben Affleck and in, in that what he's gonna be playing, but I think we're all pretty sure he's gonna be playing either a Batman from another universe in Flashpoint or Thomas Wayne. I kind of hope he's a Batman from another universe, and I still hope that they are going to bring back. Well, when we see Jeffrey th- Dean Morgan sure. as as uh, as Thomas Wayne. Well, you touched on you know the Flash's costume and his new outfit, and in the background yeah. you see Is a Batman. You see an '89 looking suit. You 100 percent do in that concept art. It is right. It it is a yellow symbol with a bat in the middle of it. Not quite exactly the same type of suit that well very 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 close but it's very close it's very close and uh speaking of the new flash suit i love it man what do you think of it i i do too i i think it it really pops and i think it definitely works with the cgi a little bit better and i think it also 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 like a cosmic time traveling character who has no business wearing armor you know what i mean like it's it, I, when I saw him in the armor in, in Justice League, I was like, oh, I mean, okay, I guess that's the route we're going. Like, we're all superheroes. We all want to be safe. You know, none of us want to trip on a curb and turn into, <laughs> turn into like, uh, you know, paste, uh, like, like the Flash would if he tripped on a curb. But, you know, I, I kind of miss like the tight formed Flash outfit, the spandex and stuff like that. And this is much more in that vein. I also love the way just like, the lightning coming off the center of his chest yeah. it's more like it's more cosmic looking yeah. the way it well, glows throughout exactly. the whole like rest it's of almost the like suit. a gold veiny kind of like thing going electrocuting through his body of the speed which is exactly how jay would love ezra miller's cock just golden <laughs> veiny going right through i love gold <laughs> all right so that does it for the flash jay let's get into our next news story all right so the next one is the Suicide Squad. This one is kind of a a mixed bag for me. I'll be honest with you. While I'm like excited for James Gunn, I'm excited for all this stuff that's that's going on. Um, The Suicide Squad's coming back. I'm excited for Margot Robbie coming back. I saw the fact that there are like 18 Suicide Squad members in this movie, and then when they show the the cast list at the end, but yeah, I mean, it shows like 24 different name actors at the end, and I'm like, that's that's a lot. Would you say I have a plethora? Oh yes, <laughs> you have a plethora, and I just would like to know if you know what a plethora is. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Right, you know, we, we we've seen James Gunn balance an ensemble cast and stuff like that, and and part of me hopes that like most of these characters are cannon fodder. Like we're going to see a lot of that suicide in the Suicide Squad. Like a lot of these characters are not want for this world. Like they're going to die very early on in this mission, and some of them just may have like quick blips, cameos, and stuff like that. But we don't know that yet. There's a lot of like smoke and mirrors behind it. But 
with that many characters. I just worry about the the tightness of the story. Like, not every single one of these characters can have their moment, and I don't so I don't necessarily need them to. Yes, and so you kind of touched on what I kind of feel like what's going to happen here, and I think it's mainly going to be, and I think it has to be, um, because I don't think anybody wants a two and a half hour the Suicide right. Squad movie. I mean, the first so, Suicide Squad, we had one member die, mm-hmm. uh, Slipknot, right in the very beginning. So this time around, we have about 10 to 12 Slipknots. <laughs> <laughs> They're just all going to die. I, I, I feel like a lot of people just need to kind of take this as like a sitcom type format where everyone's just going to be kind of together. There's going to be a lot of zingers and there's going to be a lot of action and and... You know, that's it. Like, there's not. Well, gonna, not according not to James be... Gunn. According to James Gunn, this is a '70s war film. Well, I'm I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying, like, I don't think they're going to do so a lot a of sitcom. Exp- it's well, a it's a sitcom set in a '70s war film. It's Mash. It's Mash. I just Got I it. just don't think that they're going to go through the character to character to the character exposition beginning like they did with the first movie. And then they all come together and like the same type of setup as the first film. I don't think they're going to do that. Hey, saying that it's MASH is actually pretty accurate because it's the Suicide Squad. And even though the MASH theme sounds really happy, the lyrics to the song are, Suicide is painless. <laughs> I went into my own world there. Sorry, Jay. All right. So this cast of characters um, for this movie that is a reboot of Suicide Squad, not a sequel, but doesn't quite ignore the original Suicide Squad either. Uh, It sees Viola Davis coming back as Amanda Waller. Margot Robbie is obviously returning as Harley Quinn, which is something I'm extremely excited for. Joel Kinnaman, he's back, Jay. I like him. And And he's back as Rick Flagg. But very different this time around you know it's very much more costume heavy it's very much more colorful very much more like comic booky in that way and even rick flag looks that way very different from the jsoc you know soldier he was playing in the original one now he's he's got a bright yellow shirt he's got you know twin pistols hanging from his chest he's much more of like a rick flag from the comic books we're also getting Idris Elba as Bloodsport. A lot of people, we were all speculating, all of us, we were all like, mm, he's probably going to be Deadshot or Deadshot 2 or like another version of Deadshot. He's playing Bloodsport. It's a completely different character. Uh, I thought he was going to be Sportsmaster, uh, but Bloodsport is actually a guy who believe he went on like a rampage after getting out of prison and he took a job from Lex Luthor to kill Superman with kryptonite bullets. But this motherfucker shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. And even James Gunn joked on the panel that that's what Idris Elba is in jail for is shooting Superman. So he's not playing any type of character we've seen. So uh, Bloodsport is established in the comic books. There's actually been three of them, but uh, it looks like he will be playing the original version of the character. Michael Rooker, who we all thought was going to be playing King Shark, is not playing King Shark. The butt of the jokes, especially from James Gunn in that panel. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. They must be close friends. He's playing Savant, who's kind of like this guy who like wanted to be a hero in the DC comics. And then it, it, you know, it turned out like maybe his ideals didn't align with heroicism per se. Um, So he kind of like, he kind of goes off to being like an anti-hero and he he does eventually join the Suicide Squad in in more modern comics. Uh, Pete Davidson 
as much as I like Pete Davidson, this is one when I saw his name, I was just like, pass. I could do without him here. I, I really could. His name is Black Guard. There's Flula Borg, who is playing Javelin. Javelin is like this German elite Olympic athlete who specialized in, you know, go figure, the Javelin event. <laughs> That's his role. He's going to be throwing a Javelin. Uh, so uh, obviously we're going for the more ridiculous here. Now, Nathan Fillion is playing a character that they are calling TDK. I was jokingly saying, like, maybe it stands for the Dismemberment Kid, because in the picture we see, like, his arms crossed over his over his helmet, and it very much looks like the arms aren't attached to anything. It looks like flesh and then a bone in the middle. There is a character in DC Comics, Arm Fall Off Boy, and that is actually the name of the character arm fall off boy is a gag character he was a guy who's he could take his arm off and he could beat people with it and that's who nathan Fillion's playing this Whoa. uh next character is one who i'm extremely excited for i don't i'm not excited for john cena playing him but i love the concept and the way john cena described them in the panel was like he's captain america but if he was a major douche <laughs> so john cena will be playing it. Ah, John Cena will be playing Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker is a warrior for peace. He's a man who believes in world peace. He believes in nonviolence, and he believes in it so much that he's willing to kill those who who threaten peace <laughs> to keep the peace. <laughs> I oddly understand his viewpoint. I love the duality. <laughs> I love the duality. Danielle Melquire is playing Ratcatcher 2, and we actually got to see like a still image of a, a young girl next to Ratcatchers, who presumably she's the daughter of the original Ratcatcher. Uh, Jai Courtney is returning as Captain Boomerang. What I love about this is they showed him so late in this lineup of characters that they're going to have, I just assumed that he's going to die very early on. I think like huh. they know that we don't like Jai Courtney. They know that he was not the best part of the original one. And it's kind of fun to kill him off. But I think then he's very I, disposable. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. But then I see a trailer for the Suicide Squad game where Captain Mar where Captain Boomerang is on the team. So I'm like, maybe they'll keep him alive just because, you know, he's good for business. Just having the character alive. Well, it's catchy, right? I mean, people, it's easy to remember. And I think they need that. And then we got uh, David Desmalkian as Polka Dot Man, who they jokingly said is... Right, is the most powerful character on the team, whether he knows it or not. So, Polka Dot Man, obviously, I think I think everyone's talked it to death. He's you know he's a Batman character uh, villain. Came in, throws polka dots. These polka dots kind of turn into things that that he can imagine to be as long as they are circular. So, like he throw, he'll throw one, it could turn into a circular saw and go through things. It's it's an interesting power um uh, but it's cool that like it's not just coming off of his suit it's not like his suit just has these in him we got a still frame of him with like pink and blue and red like polka dots growing under his skin yeah. as well i gotta so it seems I like gotta, his skin is producing yeah them. i really want to rewatch this uh this this you know little b-roll tr trailer again because i think i only saw it a couple times but there's little details like that like you're referring to like I, I just need to catch a little bit more in detail we get james gunn's brother sean gunn returning in a mocap role uh and he's going to be playing weasel alice braga is playing Salsoria, who is not a character that's been in the comics before however she may be related to another character uh in the dc comics and peter gap and peter Gapaloy, you know doctor 
from Doctor Who is playing the thinker. For fans of the Flash uh, TV series, he had a large role in the Flash TV series sure. recently. Uh, but he's a guy who's super smart. That That's his good thing. Fit. It's a good fit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Mei Ling Neng is playing Mongal. Uh, so she is the daughter of Mongol, who is an extremely powerful supervillain, much like dark side he he kind of has like a war planet and stuff like that well mongal is his daughter um she actually dies in the comics she gets uh, into a fist fight with her brother and he decapitates her by backhanding her mm. and then of course we get king shark now they actually showed us an image of what king shark will look like uh in cgi what did you think of it jay because to me it looked like an amorbus blob with a shark head on top of it did you just call me I was not that impressed. That's that's not inaccurate. (laughs) Um, I I, it it is what it is, man. I don't know. I think they're gonna. It's gonna look better in time uh, when it does come out. Obviously, in a year. (laughs) So we'll see. We will see. I'm not crazy about it right now. I'm still very on the fence about this movie. Um, I love James Gunn, so I, I so it teeters me towards like the I'm excited aspect so, of it, right? But right. I'm still scared for right. it because there's a lot. There's, th- that's a lot. It is. It a, just took no, me ten minutes to rattle off just the uh, just the cast you're alone. You're right, and, and but but at the same time, I I'm oddly very optimistic because I do think that James Gunn would not have taken upon this movie if he really didn't have a good grasp of what he would want to see in this kind of like this type of franchise because i think right. he can marry a lot of different action elements with a lot of different members and comedy moments and you know he's a fucking geek and he really you just saw it from ear to ear grinning excited talking about every single aspect of this movie every character every actor I really feel like he has a very good grasp of what he's trying to do. Whatever that may be, whatever we get, I think for sure sure you know when you see it on screen, that's what James Gunn wanted to do. So I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm pretty optimistic with it. Uh, From what I saw, you know, it 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 was solid. It was solid. I mean, it wasn't a normal trailer, obviously, but... You know, I, I really. But it was the longest of the day. It was like five minutes, almost. Yeah, for sakes, it was very long. Well, I think it was spliced in with like random little blurbs it and was. interviews, it character was. interviews or actor interviews or whatever with the the footage, uh, the B roll footage. But I'm, I'm cool with it. I, I'm okay. It already looks better to me than the first one. <laughs> All right, so Jay, jumping uh, into our last news story. We got to see Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer. Yes. Uh, another one. We've gotten one before this, but this is more of a proper trailer, not just a teaser. This is really showing off the difference. I saw a lot of people commenting that that this was not much different. And obviously, I'm not going to go through it, but yes, the, the, the one critic did tweet at Zack Snyder that he saw the trailer and it was a leaked trailer and it doesn't look much different than a Saturday morning cartoon. Zack Snyder absolutely tore him up part everyone loved it whatever i'm not going to get into that this looks like a completely different movie tonally um obviously you know we see a lot of the shots from the end scenes there's not that red hue around it that we see some scenes that were in the original trailer but they didn't make the original film and they're being placed back in here uh you know we get to see that cyborg's 
father dies. We get to see black suit Superman walking into the Fortress of Solitude. And we get like that that great moment, which I loved with Batfleck as he's he's standing there and they're all talking about how all these people came together to fight Darkseid before and they didn't won. They they've never won. And he kinda like has that line where he's like, Oh, they never faced us together. <laughs> it's like that's it's kind of the idea of the Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I like it. No, I I, I 100% am. And I like that line. And I think it's going to work in the movie. And I think I'm actually really shocked and surprised. Even though I wasn't crazy about the musical overtone throughout the whole trailer. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hallelujah. So heavy handed. Which, which, I mean, obviously, uh, Zack Snyder has used before in the Watchmen movie as as Night Owl and uh, Miss Jupiter are boning. Sure. You know? uh, and, and, and but I think that was also something to kind of like. I think it was a a joke in that Alleluia, this is actually happening, and both like maybe it's it's something that's familiar to Zack Snyder's fans because it was in a Zack Snyder movie before yeah. this. Yeah. So it's familiar. It's it's kind of like him stamping a stamp on top of a stamp where he's just like yeah. boom boom boom. Yeah, and <laughs> notarized notar and Zack Snyder notarized Zack Snyder notarized Zack Snyder notarized. I'm behind this. Again, it's me. It's really fascinating. I didn't care for it either though. Well, yeah, but isn't it fascinating like how different it is? <laughs> Like how much different that Joss Whedon did to this film uh, when he it's got his same, hands on it, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and, and it's just unbelievable. Uh, it's really amazing how how different a movie Let's can be with a director. <laughs> yeah, uh, where, where it's like, hey, uh, I had zombies. No, this is redneck torture zombie family. Uh, you had zombies. There's a difference between elephant and elephant seal. <laughs> That's that's kind of that's kind of Justice League. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's, it's and and uh, Joss Whedon's Justice League. Mm-hmm. It's the difference between elephant and elephant seal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two completely different genuses, but um, they share a, uh, something in common in name. Elephant Justice League. That's it. I'm, I'm excited for it, man. I, I I like this idea. You know, you hear that it's going to be four hours, right? And then you're like, oh, of course it is, because it's Zack Snyder. But then you hear that. HBO has been like, yeah, we understand that that's a problem. That's why you're going to be getting it in four different parts in one hour increments. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, enjoy your pee breaks. <laughs> no, that's fine, and that's fine. I think that uh, fine. That, that that'll work out, and I think um, yeah. it probably will flesh out a better movie, just like yeah. Batman v Superman's extended cut, and which was much better. Exactly. So you know, I think that's really something to look forward to as well so the story itself isn't going to be a hundred minute just like just as like film that doesn't make any sense and is zany as hell um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a four hour long it, it's gonna be four hours long yeah. four episode miniseries that totally makes sense exactly and, and it's, it's gonna have fleshed out characters and the heart of the script will be there right. on screen and it won't and be like buried like it was um, in Joss's, re- uh, you know, his version. But And we'll like see. he teased, it's going to have, it's possibly going to get a DVD Blu-ray release. It's possibly going to be released internationally. Slowly, it, it will. A, he's, he's very, right. very confident about it. It's just right. just a matter of time to, 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 right. to And it may also lo- see a yeah. theatrical release here in the States, uh, you know, depending on people's reactions. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, to be honest. 
I'm just I'm just saying what the man said. Yeah, <laughs> just saying what the man said. Um, now, a lot of people were jumping on the fact that, like, in the beginning of this trailer, we kind of see like like the 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 Hall of Justice kind of like crumbled, and we get to you know we we see like Aquaman's trident kind of like there you know it's it's very much like age of ultron when tony had that vision of like all oh, the avengers dead we kind of like get that tease here that when dark side comes they're all done it's all part of batman's vision of this dark future that is coming um there's a joker card that's kind of like just floating right there and a lot of people were starting to speculate that like apparently there was like this idea at some point that like the joker David Ayer's Joker, uh, Jared Leto Joker, was going to like strike this deal with Darkseid when he comes, and it was supposed to be part of like this dark future where he gets to be the king of Gotham. And a, a lot of people are like taking this as like this. Th- this is a part of the story that was completely cut out, but a lot of people are taking this as like we're getting an air cut because of that card. Right. That, I mean, that's a lot to extrapolate from just one thing that obviously we see a Joker card. We know what that means in the DC universe. We don't need to extrapolate on it, but a lot of people are taking that as that's next. The air, the air cut is next. And you know, it, depending on the success of the slander cut, right. there's a chance. There's a chance. I'm not going to say that there's not, but I, I just don't care anymore. I really just don't. You know, I, I know that, there's a chance that it could be a lot better and if they give him the respect of fleshing it out and doing a, almost like a mini series type of layout for his own version and cut that's fine because i don't think he's going to be able to save that movie within a, a, no. a movie time length <laughs> All right, so I mean th- that does it. I think me and Jay have talked uh, a lot of the stuff from DC fandom enough. You're gonna have to catch our trailer park for the Batman in our next episode because uh, I think we we handled a lot of DC here. Um, we're already running a little bit long on this, so in our in our next episode that you can catch right after this, coming out this week as well, it's going to be my review for Train to Busan presents Peninsula and Jay's review. David Ayers. The- the tax collector there you go so um and we're also going to have our trailer park breakdown of the batman trailer in that so if there's anything that we missed look there was a ton that came out here but me and jay we're coming out probably a little bit later than most other most other uh people are coming out with a lot of this stuff so uh, i didn't want to take the time to just kind of like talk it all to death too much you've probably heard all that information elsewhere um but i just we just wanted to add our two cents in but we, we you know we did enjoy dc fandom it did its job I am more excited for what DC has in the future to come. So it, it, it did it. It did its job it, it well. Did. It so. did indeed. And I agree, man. I'm looking forward to it. I think they have a very good grasp of what they're trying to do and what they're going to do in the future with DC. And I think so far, so good. So far, so good. They have a good you know, finger on the button of what they're trying to accomplish. And I think so far they haven't had any kind of real big bombs lately, at least. Yeah. <laughs> So be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. You can reach out to Jay. You can reach me on Twitter, J underscore SMB, Instagram, SuperMoviebros, and on Facebook, SuperMoviebros Podcast. And of course, if you're enjoying this content and you want more SuperMoviebros, you can check us out on our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Podcast. there for just $1. You can get all the additional content that we put up there for you. And of course, if you're really enjoying 
enjoying the show, but you can't just quite support us monetarily at this time, then the best thing you can do is leave us a five-star review on iTunes or the listening app of your choice. Just leave us a five-star review or write us a review. Uh, leave us a comment in your review and we'll read it on the show. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.